0: Why is fat so stubborn? Welcome to Be Fat, Be You Made Simple, your daily dose of inspiration designed to help you reinvent yourself by optimizing your body and mind. I am Maria Horseman, a health editor and coach, a fitness trainer, a speaker, and an entrepreneur, founder of BFabBU.com. Be Our episodes are short and will bring you valuable content and practical nuggets for optimal health and fitness that you can implement ASAP. Let's get you to feel fabulous every day. Are you ready? Check out the show notes to, one, schedule a free call with me to discuss a plan to take your health to the next level. Two, submit a question to be featured in our Ask Me Anything episodes on Sundays. Connect with me on social media and much more. Hit the subscribe button. And if you like what you hear, share with your friends and leave it a rating. Fat So Stubborn. Welcome back to the Be Fab Be You Made Simple podcast. I am super, super excited to be here and continue the conversation about fat and metabolism. This stuff is so freaking cool, and I hope you're gonna geek out and learn and enjoy this as much as I do. In today's episode, I'll address what is metabolism, why is fat so stubborn, By the way, raise your hand if you have a few pounds of fat to shed. What are the types of fat and how are fat and metabolism related? My quest here is to inspire you to take inventory of where you're at with your energy, health, fitness. I want you to assess the areas that you deserve attention or that deserve attention in your body. And finally, I want you to take action. Be sure to listen until the end. Why is that? It's because, you know, if you've been here before, you will learn some valuable content and you'll get some practical nuggets for optimal health and fitness that you can implement ASAP. It's totally up to you, my friend. I know I'm giving it. It's up to you to grab it. It's free. Isn't that awesome? And of course, if you're ready to kick tails and take advantage of uh, this opportunity of having a one-on-one with me for free, so you can take charge of this unwanted and unhealthy fat, reclaim your energy, health, confidence, book a call. Let's talk about it. Let's put a plan together. Be ready to rock and roll. Go to bfabbu.com forward slash energy dash audit. Often people think of metabolism as calories in, calories out. If that was the case, folks, your body would respond to 100 calories of Oreo cookies the same way it responds to 100 calories of broccoli. We know that is not the same. Would you, in your sane mind, consume 2,000 calories of Oreo cookies daily? Yes, you would if you want to die soon and likely in pain, right? Add some smoking to it and you got a nice formula over here. Yes, I'm being a little dramatic and that's because I hear insane stuff come out of people's mouths sometimes. I think to myself, Are they in denial, fearful of something? Something is going on. And I'm not here to judge. Absolutely not. What I'm saying is there is more to it when we kind of, at times, decide to shut our ears and our eyes to things that can be clear that aren't good. Why is that not clear to that person? So I ask those questions. I'm intrigued and curious about it. Look, I get pretty passionate about this stuff. Can you tell? So enough of that, okay? Let me move on and let me get back to metabolism. So Dr. Frank Suarez defines metabolism as all the movements, changes, and actions which the body does to convert Food and nutrients into energy in order to survive. I think that's such an awesome, simplistic definition that I'm sharing this with you. There are many processes, movements, actions, and changes that the human body carries out to be able to survive, such as digestion, breathing, absorption, immune system, circulation, elimination, and etc. Each one of these processes has something in common, and that is movement. Yes, movement. The movement always involves the use of what? Energy. No energy, no movement. So let's think about this for a second. What am I really saying here is that energy is what the, if energy is the movement, you got to think about energy beyond physical movement. And that's really what I want you to focus because a lot of times, you know, think about energy and like, yeah, I got the energy to jump up and down to exercise, whatever. It goes far beyond that. So these mechanisms, you know, that are necessary for metabolism require energy. How often you've said or heard somebody say, I don't have energy to exercise to play, to garden, to perform physical activities. I'm just too tired. You know, the thought of energy goes towards that, its movement in a physical way. I want you to think of energy from a cellular level. It's pretty cool insulin receptors that we discussed in the past. They sit outside the cell membrane, right? They bind with insulin circulating in the bloodstream. This insulin is secreted by the pancreas when there is when we eat and there is blood sugar uh, you know, in the bloodstream. When these two things bind, the cell opens its arms to the circulating glucose in the bloodstream and use glucose for energy. Energy for what? remember cells Oh cells look the energy over here goes to what is for gland and organ function mental clarity attention focus brain power optimal you know cellular growth and repair to your relationships career fun a lot more the metabolism is a sum of of all the movements that the body executes to be able to exist as a body. That's a beautiful thing. Think about this. When we say that we have a slow metabolism, in reality, we are saying that the movement in the body isn't at an optimal rate now. That's what this podcast is also all about, is to help you to what? optimize your health and wellness, optimize your body from the cellular level. So your slow metabolism shows up in different ways, constipation, accumulation of toxins, bad circulation, infections, uh, bad digestion, weight problems, obesity, and the list goes on. So let's think about this again, right? What happens when we have excess glucose in the body? Insulin rises, right? Excess insulin will do what? Damage the insulin receptors, those pretty little things. Mm -mm -mm. How will your cells be able to welcome glucose and generate? this fabulous energy for you to conquer your day effectively and productively and with joy. Boy, can you see where I'm going with this? Look, it is true that's not always about nutrition and lifestyle. Gen- genetics play a role here as well, but it's at much smell a smaller degree than that most people give credit for. Look, take my case, for example. My metabolism is about 13% below the average woman of my age and race. And I will talk a lot more about this in the future. So what does metabolism have to do with fat? I'm glad you asked. Curious you. Beautiful thing. So let me keep this real simple for you. Fat will make us fat When there is enough insulin present, the weight and obesity problems aren't because of the fat that we consume. They are caused by the combination of fats and refined carbs. So the overconsumption of these refined carbs, like pizza, pasta, sweets, sodas, processed grains, white flour products, pastries, They lead to fat storage. It also raises insulin. I know I bring insulin to the conversation every time. It's because it is a deal. I want you to be aware of this. I want you to never forget. And I want you to take action to assure that you're staying on track. So this excess insulin will impact The health of your thyroid, and we always hear, oh, thyroid and metabolism, right? Yeah, so insulin impacts the thyroid and ultimately slows down your metabolism. And we're going to get more details about it in the future. Right now, I just want you to get that understanding that excess insulin impacts the health of your thyroid and your health of your thyroid will, in this case, you know, decrease impacting your metabolism. So now uh, that uh, you have a bit of extra fat, let's say, and this fat is stubborn and it's hard to get rid of. Fat becomes what? A villain. The question is, should that be a villain? Let me give you some highlights uh, about the importance of this organ. Yes, fat is an organ. I want you to gain some appreciation for it, and even, you know, take the time to Be thankful for its existence because without fat, my friend, you wouldn't be here today listening to this podcast or to this information. Fat is essential to health as it plays essential roles far beyond the storage of excess calories and heat that we all know about. Here are some examples. Enables transmission of brain signals. It controls appetite. It makes and secretes essential hormones. It's essential for puberty, sexual maturation, reproduction. It is used to produce heat and insulate our organs. Hello, I need these organs insulated. Serve as a messenger to our immune system. It helps sustain the body function during sickness and recovery. Yes, thank, for, thank goodness for fat. Wow, isn't it incredible? And if you're asking why it's such a big deal that we make of having fat and so on, why we're so focused on having very little as possible, you know, we'll talk about it. For now, let's explore fat as an endocrine organ and what types of fats there are. So fat is an endocrine or organ. What exactly does that mean? Well, scientists refer to fat as an organ. So what's that all about? Well, beyond storing uh, excess energy and giving us heat, fat is also capable of synthesizing a number of biologically active compounds that regulate metabolic homeostasis or metabolic equilibrium. So here are a few types of fat. We have the white fat. White fat is stores energy. Hello, I don't want anything in store, right? Yes, we need it, but hey. So, and that's the type of fat that we want to actually release. If you prefer the word ditch, Let's go for it. Let's say, release, let it go, right? So the visceral fat or the belly fat is the one that is the abdominal cavity, and that's part of the white fat. So the visceral fat can become inflamed and lead to many diseases. So the white fat makes and secretes adiponectin hormone. Now, that's an important hormone. It sensitizes the body's response to insulin. It also guides glucose to fat, uh, glucose and fat, excuse me, to subcutaneous fat. Subcutaneous fat, you know, is just under the skin and is not so bad compared to visceral fat that is in the abdominal cavity. We don't want much of that. So talk about white. Now, what is out there? Brown fat. Have you heard about it? Brown fat burns energy. Hello, we want that, right? The color actually comes from the high density of uh, mitochondria. So there is energy in there. And it's found in the back, um, heart region, and in the neck as well. So what does brown fat do? Increases insulin sensitivity. Yes. ka It burns calories to produce heat. Ka-ching! has the potential to produce white fat. Yes, because the white fat, not all white fat is bad. Subcutaneous is not as bad as visceral. So, ka-ching. And there is a thing called beige fat that is basically the new brown fat, right? Because it get converted and we'll talk more about how it converts from beige to brown. Raise your hand right here, folks. Raise right now if you would like to sign up for some brown fat. We all have it. Can we have more? Yes, and we'll discuss there more in the future. The ordeal about fat is that having too little or too much isn't good. There is a sweet spot and you want to know more about it. I know I've just dumped a lot of cool stuff on your lap. The fat and metabolism saga will continue, so you don't want to go anywhere. In the meantime, grab your wellness journal and let's take inventory, shall we? So here are a few questions for you to answer. Do you believe or know whether you have a slow or fat metabolism? If you believe that's slow, have you been consuming refined carbs, and for how long you've been doing so? How do you feel after you consume these refined carbs? And if you rarely consume them, congrats, by the way, how this change has improved your energy and health? I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If that's the case and you listen to this podcast on an Apple Podcast or you have iTunes, head that way and leave us a rating, please, and leave some feedback so more amazing people like you get to listen. It helps the show and I really appreciate it. Again, if you're ready to rewrite your health story, let's talk. Go to bfabbu.com forward slash energy dash audit, book a complimentary call. Let's do this. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. to the BFBU Be Be made simple podcast. Can you do me a favor? If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and leave it a rating. It helps the podcast and I really appreciate it. If you're wondering where to start, head over to my website linked in the show notes to sign up to receive encouragement tips and strategies to maximize results. While you're there, download a free health guide to get you started today. If you're looking for a coach and trainer to help you optimize your weight, body, and health, get on my calendar. Let's discuss your goals, establish a custom plan, implement it, and celebrate your results. Together, we can do this. Find the link to schedule a free energy audit strategy session also in the show notes. Connect with me on social media. I would love, love, love for you to let me know that you're listening to the show. Also, see the show notes for the links. In addition to a qualified healthcare practitioner, it's important that you have someone in your corner who is in for you and will help you to plan and stay on track implementing your goals. Are you ready? Let's rock and roll this boat. I will see you on the next episode of Be Fab, Be You Made Simple. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for health care by a doctor or other qualified medical professionals. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services.